spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. Sorry to John Rahm and his fans, but he has only himself to blame for not winning at Memorial this past weekend. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. The podcast will be ready for you just after 1 o'clock, as it is every single day, wherever you get your favorite podcast. And by after 1 o'clock, I'm giving a little bit of a cushion because, you know, Coquel can be a little dicey sometimes, and he's in charge of that entire thing. We're having ice cream for my birthday <laughs> after. What you uh, saying? Oh, man. Uh, but uh, make sure that uh, you check out the Ken Levick Live featuring Coquel podcast. Again, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to it, rate it, love it, make it your own, and uh, we'll have it for you every single weekday here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, so Saturday, and I mean, this weekend was just one thing after another, after another, after another, and and I was uh, at my daughter's, both daughters' uh, dance recital, so I was a little out of pocket sounds Saturday brutal. afternoon. It was fine. It, it, it sounds brutal. It didn't take too long. You know, the only thing, though, that I tell my wife about my, uh, about my daughter's extracurricular activities, I'm fine with dance, I'm fine with cheerleading, whatever. The thing I've told my wife, though, is under no circumstance are they allowed to do baton. Why? Baton is not a thing that is going to happen in the Levica household, and here's why. Uh, I had two friends, two of my best friends from Chicagoland. Their sisters were both in Baton, and there would be weekends where they'd have to go to like South Bend, Indiana, and it would be 12-hour sessions of Baton performances, and they were miserable, and they hated it, and I am so affected by that and seeing the toll, the emotional <laughs> toll that it took on them that... I tell my wife, anything but baton, not happening. But no you know baton. That, that's what happens with cheerleading competitions and stuff like that, too. But I feel like that is more worthwhile than seeing someone throw a baton around. And I'm truly sorry for anybody who's very proud. My uh, mom was a baton twirler. And I only know because everything we do, she thought it was cool to come in and just start twirling a lacrosse stick or twirling a baseball bat and throw it in the air. And everybody would look at her like, that wasn't probably cool when you were in high school. It's not cool now there, Let's Mo. Let's ask parents. This is a safe space. We can be open, okay? Of all of your children's extracurricular activities, which one is the worst to have to sit through? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which extracurricular activity is the one that you dread the most having to watch your kids in. 888-760-3776. For me, it, if they picked up a baton, it would be baton. I am affected by that scene, what happened, what it did to my friends who had to watch their sisters in these marathon weekends. I think we missed an opportunity here, Ken. What? Ken's got two daughters. Coquel has two sons. One thing they do have in common is that they both don't have a clue. Ken and Coquel are bad dads. So, I know some people who have very young children that are playing soccer right now. And <laughs> let's be honest, little kids... Not great at soccer, okay? They just chase the ball. They, it's like a pack they, of ducks. Yeah, exactly. They chase the ball, and there's about seven kids around the ball, and they're trying to kick the ball. They're kicking each other, and nothing really happens. And some of these parents, these friends of mine, have said, man, it's rough, and it's hot, and it's like an hour and a half, and it is like it'll be fine when they're older, but that's 
that is rough. But for me, I dread my daughters potentially being in baton. It's something that is now deep-seated in me. I'm fine with dance. I'm fine with cheerleading. But the thought of sitting through half days of baton twirling, I can't do it. I can't do it. I pick, and I know we got to get to the John Ron stuff, but I pick my our summer sports based off of, you know, summer is now the time most people do play soccer. Yeah. Basketball, you think of it, that's a winter sport, right? No, 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 <laughs> not for the Coquel House. We will be inside the AC gym playing basketball, and if they want to play soccer, they better feel that way in January because <laughs> it's not happening any other time of the year. It is too hot to sit out in that sun for an hour to watch kids waddle around like ducks. If you have kids, if you have kids, or if the kids are now out of the house, what are the what, what were the extracurricular activities your kids had that you dreaded the most? You had to attend, you had to sit there, you had to watch. What were the extracurricular activities that you feared the most with your kids? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So Saturday at the Memorial... Uh, John Rahm had a five-shot lead as he came off the course on 18, and then he was told something just off the green and put his head in his hands, bent to the earth, and this is how it sounded with Jim Nance on CBS. Somebody just gave John some news. We have no idea, folks. We have no idea. We just passed along some information, and you can see just instant devastation. It turns out that John Rahm had tested positive for COVID-19, and he had to withdraw from Yikes. the tournament with a five-shot lead, meaning going into Sunday, it was a completely new tournament because the leader, by a lot, was out. And he was up there, yeah, was it five or six? I know he was at minus 18 at one point. They were at At one point, 12. he was six under. Yeah. And but it was like a pack at minus twelve, so all of a sudden the tournament became a better wide tournament. Open. Absolutely, it got wide open. And so uh, I think the PGA Tour probably could have avoided telling John Rahm right as he walked off the green. Though I suppose for safety purposes, you want to tell him as as early as possible. Oh, didn't they tell him on on eighteen though? I, no, they told him he found out for the first time as he walked off the green, like for but done for the day. No, yeah. he, well, he was done like. You think they knew and let him finish out his yeah, round? Yeah, they did. They knew, and they let him finish his That's round. Then they told him. Then why not just wait till he walks inside if you're already letting him finish off his yeah, round? at that point, I mean, that's a good question. Unless they're worried that he might be in front of people, do a post-match interview before he actually goes inside and exposes someone else potentially to COVID-19. <laughs> they should have had the person who told them walk out in a hazmat suit. And walk then up we would have known. And tell them. You know what I mean? Then they we would have known. They let someone walk up and tell them? So, eh. that, to me, they probably could have done a little more private than the, how they did it. And he wore his expressions uh, on his sleeve uh, totally in that spot. But there was a lot of, well, why can't John Rahm just play Sunday? Why does he have to withdraw? Why can't he play by himself? Why can't he just make sure he's socially distanced and masked? And you want to know why? It's because... That's the rules, okay? The PGA Tour did not have to let John Rahm play Sunday because he had the lead. It was nothing that happened to John Rahm on Saturday was unfair because the PGA Tour, and this has been the case for quite some time now, if you were fully vaccinated for COVID-19 and all players 
uh, are obviously eligible now to become vaccinated. John Rahm lives in Arizona where his age group was able to get vaccinated starting March 24th. But if you're fully vaccinated on PGA on the PGA Tour, you no longer have to get tested for COVID-19. You're clear. You're good to go. John Rahm obviously was not fully vaccinated. John Rahm, in fact, got his first COVID-19 shot his first vaccination shot earlier this week after he knowingly came in contact with someone who was positive for COVID-19. And guess what happened? He contracted COVID-19. Stunning. I know. So anybody who wants to scream about John Rom being treated unfairly by the PGA Tour, listen, getting vaccinated, yes, it's a personal decision. But when it comes to the PGA Tour, when it comes to the NFL, where assistant coaches aren't going to be let on the field if they're not vaccinated this year, it's business. It's a business decision. So you can't just start transversing your rules, start changing your rules because someone couldn't get their act together and get vaccinated. And this has nothing to do with the social aspect, the political aspect of the COVID-19 vaccine, Coquel. This has everything to do with you want the perks and the benefits of the PGA Tour. You want to be able to compete. The PGA Tour said you have to do this in order to accomplish this, in order to avoid this. And John Rahm didn't do any of those things. And for that, John Rahm had to withdraw. And you know what? Them's the breaks. Well, that's the same thing as people who don't want to get vaccinated saying it's my choice. And he had a choice. He did have a choice. The choice, But if you choose not to get vaccinated on the PGA Tour, you're subject to what happened mm-hmm. to happen. I mean, when it comes to sports especially, good things are happening if you get vaccinated, no matter how you feel about it from a social realm. John Rahm could have avoided all of this if back on March 24th or any of the month of May, he decided that he was going to get fully vaccinated. Then he probably would have won the memorial. Did the PGA Tour handle John Rahm correctly? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Did the PGA Tour handle John Rahm correctly? Or was it unfair to not have him play by himself on Sunday? And for me, I don't see why he should get special privilege for not doing something that players have been told If you do, get your two shots, get your vaccine. What if it's Johnson & Johnson? You're good to go. You don't have to test anymore. To me, John Rahm is the only person to blame for John Rahm not playing Sunday and winning the Memorial. That's, I I, I feel like that's the common sense way to look at it. And you're not even saying that he should have done one or the other. Let's be clear about that. And, and, And I think he should have gotten vaccinated. I think... Everyone should get vaccinated. And I've had these conversations with people. My own wife isn't vaccinated. We have these conversations at home. So I get it's a delicate conversation. I am fully vaccinated. But that's not what we're saying. We're saying if you want the rewards of what you get when you are vaccinated, then you have to be vaccinated to receive those I just, rewards. I don't get it's any part of the rules. Other than you don't want him to have extreme symptoms from COVID-19, I don't get any other sympathy towards John Rom. I, I cannot sympathize with his plight because he had the opportunity for quite a while now to not have to go through that plight. So why should the PGA Tour bend the rules 
Just because he had the lead after the third round, why should the PGA Tour bend the rules for someone who didn't follow the rules? Who also, during this time frame, from the moment he came in contact with this person to when he tested positive, we don't know when he was contagious in that area. So he also, not only is he hurting himself by not having the tournament, he may have put other people at risk throughout that entire time frame when he didn't need to. Should the PGA Tour have allowed John Rahm to keep playing? Did the PGA Tour handle John Rahm correctly? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. I do want to tell you about my good friend Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. And Pat is going to join us tomorrow as our sports agent insider and our sports law insider. Lawler and Associates, when you're injured in an accident, it's pretty scary. The aftermath can be really, really overwhelming. You need trusted help. You need help that's been there before. And yeah, that's Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. Over 40 years combined experience, Lawler and Associates helps the clients get compensation that they deserve, period. It could be you. It could be someone you know. Lawler and Associates is there for you. We're talking automobile, boat or motorcycle accident, slip and fall, any personal injury matter. Lawler and Associates, they have the expertise. They have the resources. And most importantly, honestly, they want to help. They can be trusted. Visit Lawler & Associates at wanttolawyerup.com for a free consultation. Wanttolawyerup.com. Do you feel bad for John Rahm at all, or did the PGA Tour get it right with him? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And by the way, before we go to break, Coquel, uh, someone from the PGA Tour, an official from the PGA Tour, told Jason Sobel of the Action Network longtime golf reporter that the amount of players fully vaccinated on tour right now is around 50%. Seems a little low, right? Like I feel like that should be a little bit higher. A little bit higher. And then you see in the NFL where there are a number of teams that are unlikely to have full coaching staffs vaccinated. There are a number of teams that are going to have assistant coaches unable to be on the field at any point during the course of the season because they won't get a vaccine shot. Folks, this is a business decision. This isn't a social decision. This is business. And so, if you feel any sympathy for these people, I'm telling you, we're going to we're going to face all business. We're going to face a lot of this coming up in the next couple of months because schools are going to start requiring vaccines, maybe not in Florida, but in other places and then there's going to be people pushing back. But what people have to realize is every school requires vaccines now. I have to give my son shot records now for other vaccines that it's the same idea. Yep. It's, I, it, but it's going to be a bigger issue come come schools. From a sports realm, though, like there's going to be a lot of gnashing of teeth. But if there's a rule, there's a rule. It exists. And if you can't follow that rule, you face the consequences. And that's what it's come down to. That's the reality of this entire thing. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.